you know, the thug life is kind of like the entrepreneurship life. I don't think so. <laughs> what do you mean? It takes, a, you know, like you got to be really tough and like rough being a thug. I don't know. I, I, was, I used to be in East L.A. And then to be in entrepreneurship, you have to be tough and rough to be in entrepreneurship. I guess so. Maybe we should get an entrepreneurship tattoo. Yeah. Thug life equals entrepreneurship life. That's way too long. I'm just going to say entrepreneurship over my belly button like Tupac. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Reject the Regular. My name is Angel. I'm Jen. And today we're talking about the thug life. Mm-hmm. Tupac style. <laughs> yeah. You just start entrepreneurship raps. Dear mama, I love Tupac. I knew. I, I, never, knew. I never rap though. I don't rap either. I don't know how to rap but i know how to listen to rap yeah i could see that too mm. all right so entrepreneurship life like so we're telling people being entrepreneurship here are some ways find your passion you know but we never really discussed how we really got into entrepreneurship ourselves maybe we've hinted here and there yeah but we don't have a full podcast on what made us go down this road so all right so this one you're gonna have to like stop me a lot because i remember when i first started it was Abraham. all I could talk about. And you rambled so much about Dave Ramsey. But Yeah. But that was, that was actually part of the reason why we started the podcast in the first place was because, like, there's so much ideas and, and crap that I just talked about. Mm-hmm. So it was like, other people got to hear this stuff. Yeah. They don't have to hear all of if it. If you listen to our beginning podcast, you talked a lot more. Yeah. Now I talk a heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's part of the growth. Mm-hmm. So starting back in it. All right. We're get talk your about Dave cup Ramsey. of coffee, get some snacks. Let's Angel's not, about to... I'm not going to talk about Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Angel's about to get into... Get comfy, guys, because Angel's about to ramble. <laughs> yeah, here we go. So, all right, back then, I wanted to buy a house. And this is kind of where I feel like it was... The problem with people was like, they see a problem and it's like, crap, this is just my life. Mm-hmm. And for me, that problem was I wanted to buy a house and I couldn't afford it. With the debt that we had, student loans, my job wasn't paying me enough. Mm-hmm. And instead of blaming my job on it mm-hmm. got the idea through dave ramsey thing and i'm not gonna talk that much about him Mm-mm. but his whole thing was get out of debt and i was like yeah okay we started that but then he mentioned there's just like one thing and i don't know how serious it was about it but he's like yeah the two ways of doing it of having more money is either you minimize your payments get out of debt is one of those things mm-hmm. or you make more money and in my head is like a, that was like my light bulb moment mm-hmm. where i had never thought about it that way of making more money because i'd always thought of my job is going to be the one that's going to give me more money i need to get raises that way or get yeah. a better job but then i was like well dang how do i make more money and i was like i have skills like i'm smart <laughs> and so that's where you're so humble about yourself i had skills and i'm smart like <laughs> i kind of a uh, bachelor's in engineering it's like you could say that now <laughs> so i was like okay how do, how do i do it and so started for me it was like all right what do i know how to do the mm-hmm. cad drawing and it's like how do i turn that into a side business and that's that's where it started out was that was the whole thing it's like Cool, let's see if I can do this for other people. And it turned out I could. <laughs> yeah, we've had a few, few different clients coming in and out. That was, that was a super short version. That was. Them. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was cookies. We started with youth making cookies, doing as fundraising uh-huh. sales. And I was like, the first one was not what I liked. And I was like, well, how can other people make their cookies prettier? And I can't. And I just taught myself because I wanted to know how. Because I didn't want to sell crappy cookies. I was like, that sucks. They tasted delicious. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But nobody good. wants like a delicious cookie that looks crappy. I do. 
nobody wants to pay the prices that I was sending. Again, my that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody wants to pay for just deliciousness. They want to look. They want it to look fancy. So for six huge cookies, like remember they were the huge ones. Yeah. I hated it. I changed them later on. For six huge cookies, they're six dollars. They're a dollar each. I remember. That was it. That's how I started. Now I have a dozen cookies for forty dollars. <laughs> I remember, it. and I've, uh, I remember we stayed up all night making cookies. You do cookies. No, and those then- were by the time I got to the next, those were six cookies for twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, upgrading. Upgrading, and I stayed up for twenty four hours for your job because they ordered a hell of a lot of cookies. Yeah. So. This is one of those funny realizations that we came into it as one. It was cool that Jen learned how to do it. Like she learned, mm-hmm. like, how did you end up learning how to actually make them? If you guys don't know the kind of cookies that we're talking about, it's the, they're like the fancy Pinterest the royal type of cookies. icing with the pipings and the um, things. It's funny because I, I, and I've said this in multiple and I'm sorry, I never posted the pictures, but if you see from way back then to now, I'm like, dang, I thought I was good back then. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think my last ones were were school cookies, but I didn't get to take a picture because I was in a hurry, like my life. <laughs> but yeah, I, I stayed up 24 hours doing those cookies and we made a good amount of money for the youth because this is how we thought. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I think your work was like, you guys aren't charging enough. And I was like, you're right. And I think I yeah. raised them to six for 24. And this is when I realized uh, epiphany and stuff like, ideal clients for myself right because the church was like you're too expensive yeah they i were, love you church people i remember they gave you but crap stop for being it. stingy right <laughs> where they're like two dollars a cookie are you are you serious like is that so when we started charging i think for six for, i know i started doing a dozen cookies i did them so the the six cookies were big they were big hearts right. they're like i want to say six inches um of a cookie and i would ice them and then it was just getting too hard. I couldn't do it fast enough. I didn't know. It was just too much. So then I changed them to a dozen cookies for, I think, $24. And I would make different designs. Mm-hmm. Your work was like, still, that's not enough. But they still, I mean, they, they're not going to complain. Yeah. And church people were like, I'm not. I don't want to. I That's too much money. Yeah, I remember that. That, that was crazy. Like, I remember church people still trying to get it for free. Yeah. And then people at my job were like, how can we pay you more? Like. <laughs> Exactly. And that was that was cool, and I, I'll that was a big epiphany too, because yeah, that was when I started realizing ideal clients, and I have had specials. Like I think two years ago, I did a Christmas special for our friend um, mm-hmm. that had cancer, and she just was out of work, so I did a fundraising, and I think I did twenty five dollars for a dozen for her, and all the proceeds went to them, and then people donated, which was really nice. But then when they went to get custom orders. It was about 35 by then, dozen. And they were like, how did it get so expensive? I was like, because you're custom right, yeah. <laughs> ordering something. <laughs> and um, and then I have a two dozen minimum requirement now. I don't try, I don't do a dozen anymore. Yeah, because there's a lot of setup for it. Exactly. So that is something that I don't, that I had to learn in entrepreneurship. And I just, I wish I could continue and I still want to do Halloween cookies. Um I, it's just so, so busy with different things. But that's how I started liking entrepreneurship because I could start pricing however I wanted to. And I could make it the way I wanted it to look. And mm-hmm. I had, um, I was able to make it 
my way. Like my hours were my hours. My designs were yes or no. I got to say no to you if you didn't want it. Or right, it was yeah. okay if you didn't want the price. I wasn't desperate anymore. Like don't, that's okay. You don't want to pay me. Go ahead and find something else. And I think that's cool because you got to that place way sooner than I did because I was still, I started out trying to make money and I remember I charged what like, it was like $200, $300 for, yeah, it was ridiculous. for like some intense drawings. And I remember going to like the first, it was the very first client Mm-hmm. And he kind of pulled me aside and he was like, he said, when I first, when we first got your uh, email, like trying to, when I told them about what I can do and stuff like that, mm-hmm. he was like, first I didn't believe it. Like I was like, this is just somebody trying to make a little bit extra money. They probably don't know what they're doing. Like some guy out of India. And he's like, but then you sent the samples and it's obvious that you know what you're doing. He's like, but I got to tell you, he's like, you're not charging enough. Mm-hmm. He's like, now you can't go back and charge us more <laughs> because we've already accepted it. He's like, but he's like, I'm going to try to help you out. I'm going to see if you can add some more stuff to this project and maybe you can get some more, like more what you're worth. He's like, but yeah, you're easily not charging enough. He's like, I wouldn't turn on my computer for that much. <laughs> and so he's like, you have the skill. And so that was kind of like one of those awakening things of like, okay, yeah, like I'm in a different game than what I've been used to. Yeah. Yeah. That was something that we had to start learning and we just had to practice our skill. Mm-hmm. That was it is like, there's people who are better than me in cookie jobs and they charge $50 a dozen to 55 and that's cool and they have a minimum of three dozen yeah you know and they practice and they do it well and I'm not and they spend more time on it though like I will say that so you really have to understand where what game level you want to be and what you want to do and do you love what you're doing I love cookies you mm-hmm. don't love well you like engineered drawings I think they're cool I love his engineering drawings um but I think that's something you have to do is you have to practice. So you can't start off the game with charging um, $1,000 in drawings or in cookies. Well, for me, it would never be $1,000 in cookies. But you know what I mean? Unless I'm putting gold on Well, for it. me, the drawing, I could I should have been charging more because I already had, you the, already experience had the experience for it. But I'm saying from the beginning, though. Right. Yeah. I wasn't going to come straight out of college or straight out of high school and, and charge that much. Because you, yeah, you still learned a lot through your prior, your employer. Through the job, yeah. Yeah. So that is the one thing is that we had tons of practice before we got to the place of charging a good amount. And now I, I know for me, it doesn't bother me when I don't get the client. Cause I'm like, yeah, if you don't want to pay that, I don't want to work with you really. It's so, for me. I, and that's one of the things I'm trying to get over in my whole like money mindset thing. Cause I still hold on to that sort of thing of a, mm. like I kind of need money. And that's what, that's why I'm actually super careful right now about even seeking out clients. Cause I don't think I'm in the right headspace to be hundred mm. percent charging what I'm worth or what, or getting into the right job of where I want my future to be. Yeah. As, and you kind of caught me right, right off the bat, which is, I think I'm glad you did. So when I, when I lost, when I lost my job, you didn't lose your job. <laughs> you got to stop saying that. When I was let go, you weren't, you were let go as a consultant. <laughs> so I guess, all right. So when I lost a big client, my tendency is to go into like, like save the day and uh, fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So like go get more clients right away and mm-hmm. turn up that dial. And mm-hmm. you made me slow down for a week. And I'm glad you did because I think I would have I would have got clients that I probably wouldn't have loved and they would have put me into a position of working too much again, like right away, because like that's what I was used to. Yeah. And that was something that I think I grasped on to really quickly was I don't want to work with everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this with everybody. I don't want you as my client if you don't want to pay because you don't know my worth then. And if you think you can find something better or find a cheaper price, then go ahead and it's something like you pay what you get. Yeah. And we've learned this very quickly in life. Like 
I rather pay for expensive meat, um, you know, grass fed, right. all that stuff, than go for the other chickens because we found out I was having an allergic reaction on my hands when I dealt with them. With the chickens, certain chickens. Right, yeah. So we decided that we would pay for more, for a little bit more. Better. better. I'm sorry. We would pay for better, not getting as much, but we're fine. I mean, we have still a whole lot of meat in our freezer. So we're good with that. But that's something that I'm going to pay and I'm not going to ask my butcher to lower the prices because I understand this costs a good amount to get. So that's one thing too, going through this whole process is I used to be the other way where like trying to get the cheapest thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious of like the people who are listening, if they relate to kind of how you are now versus how I was then. Yeah. Well, we where, used to uh, have to, and let me just be very clear back in the day, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, <laughs> 22 us had to budget for groceries. Like right. that was, well, I'm not saying that like you still, we still budget now, but but I'm thinking like overall, I was the kind of person that was like, let's see how much of the stuff I can get for free. Let's try to pay the least amount as possible. Like all those sort of things. Like mm-hmm. that was my thing. Uh, my brother even made the comment of like, you're the kind of person that's going to go to Amazon and sort by lowest price. And, and, and I, I, I was like that. I don't. But realize, getting into entrepreneurship, we realized those kind of people, they they do other things too in the business. So like say, for instance, we want to host something for free. They're also going to be the ones that ask for the most for free. Yeah. And then they don't value you. And so, but you like, kind of like you're saying about the cookies, but then when you upgrade your client, the ones that are willing to pay it to see the value, they also, they're also easier to work with because they understand it. Exactly. So I'm very much for paying a little bit more yeah, to get the better service, to get the better um, products. Now, not with everything, just things that matter to me. Right. Let me yeah, be so that very I'm, clear. I'm I'm all I am a better customer now because of this because of the whole being experience mm-hmm. behind it and I'm not like I feel like I was a cheapskate back then I was and so now I'm more of a yeah pay for the value recognize the value in like everything that I'm I'm at or everything I see exactly service and so that's something that I I love to do I mean that's just where I come from so I don't want clients that are gonna dock every hour and want to have an explanation for every mm-hmm. hour and everything and that they're going to know that we did the best what we needed to do and we provided the best service and i think that's the most important part of that for us so that was part of like going into entrepreneurship was learning our worth and learning what we needed to do and practicing and then but the af- cool, i like the cool thing is like it translated from the business part of it to our life yeah it really and it's did. like so now we value our time a lot more no matter what we're doing and i think because we don't what is really cool is when you don't fight with people with um money like if you don't ask but you just ask questions like how did they get this or how did they make this especially with restaurants let's go with restaurants because i'm more familiar with that mm. Um, when I talk to somebody about their restaurant, especially with owners or higher ups that have to do with it, they love that. Like, how did you come up with this idea or how did you make this? Like not getting the recipe, but just saying like, what made you do this and talking about it? They love it. And I'm not complaining about prices. I'm not saying I'm saying I love this. I think you guys are doing a great job. I'm just speaking anything. Maybe they're a little bit higher for a taco than I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Like I can go to a taqueria. But they're giving you an experience and I have to appreciate that. They're not just giving you a taco on a plate, on a styrofoam plate. They're right, making yeah. it something more than that. So that's why they're pricing a little bit more. Even if I can go to the taqueria for $2 and I'm paying 
for three tacos for $10. I have to recognize that there's a, but when I do this, when I recognize their um, hard work and what they're trying to provide, this atmosphere, this music, everything, most of the time they love us and they'll give us something for free. Um, Appreciating Mm -hmm. somebody for hard work or for their um, passion goes a long ways for me. Like our sushi guy. Yeah. When we, we, we called him out or not called him out, but we like recognized the, the quality. the quality of fish that he was using. He was like, he's like, yeah, like I, he's like, I spent a week uh, searching companies mm-hmm. before I found people that I actually liked. And so he gave us other fishes to try because he was That's like, have you ever tried I this, tried that? And I was like, no. Got free sea urchin for the first time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, honestly, appreciating others goes a long way. For me, when I don't have a customer paying me back, I always give them like two more, three more cookies for free. Mm-hmm. Always. Because I'm going to make those cookies anyways. So, um, cause I always have like backups to my backups. I always have an accident. I'm a, I'm prone to accidents. I know this. I'm clumsy. So I always have backups. Um, I don't mind if I have a, a extra, I don't mind throwing them in. Like it doesn't bother me because they didn't haggle me most of the time. They don't, um, the people who do give me like a lot of pushback, maybe I'll be like, uh, like I'll be resistant cause it was pushback, but they ended up ordering, mm. um, anyways, which I, I, it is what it is. Uh, and but yeah, I that's what I know is, uh, noticed is even with me when there's appreciation of saying, yeah, I would love to order cookies, no pushback, just easy stuff, easy going. I'm willing to do a little bit more for them than the ones that pushed me back. Yeah, it's kind of like appreciating. Or trying, I have to justify my prices. You. Yeah. And I hate having to justify, but then I do let them know why because I understand not everybody's a baker. They don't understand that I use how much vanilla I use or how much products I use or how much time I put in it. Yeah, they take you a lot of time with those ones. They're yeah, they're detailed. Yeah, they're fun though. But yeah, so that's why it's just different. Everything happens like that. And then once we like got a hang of it and got confident in it, we were able to share what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Even with reject the regular, I will say I don't I don't think we've talked about reject the regular, but we didn't share it for a long time with our family and friends. Yeah, that's true. It had to be like our confident how to get there of feeling like this and now what's interesting is we're the go-to people for entrepreneurship life (laughs) yeah people ask us about starting businesses and that kind of stuff so yeah that's probably what we'll get into next and then we'll have to value our time on that because right now we're we're doing it for free (laughs) yeah uh, some of it yeah yeah we just like to help and we like to do things yeah they're our friends they're close friends yeah they're very close friends so don't think you can come to us and get coaching for free because that's not what we're about (laughs) they're just lucky right now they're about to lose it in about a couple months (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think one of the biggest things uh, is that we're practicing. We're getting more confident. We're knowing who what we want to do. We're narrowing it down. We don't have full clarity for Reject the Regular, mm-hmm. but we're getting there. Our designs are looking awesome with our graphic designer. He's doing amazing. We're getting better with our ideas too. And, and uh, the p- I, I think the thing that I feel like we're missing is I want to be able to help more people, um, not one-on-one, but like have that more interaction. Yeah, because everything right now is very one sided where it's like mm-hmm. on the podcast, we're talking to people and we hope people are listening, mm-hmm. but we don't get a whole lot of feedback. So I think that's one thing that I want to have more of in Reject the Regular. That's true. So you heard Angel. He wants you to go to the Instagram or Facebook page and tell us something. Just leave a comment. Let us know what you're doing. You can find us at Reject the Regular on the Instagram and Facebook. Again, I'm going to say it just because I know you're not doing it. You're already on your phone. Just go. Just go and look it up. Follow us. Um, see the all the cool designs that Rio has been designing for us. 
Shout out to him. And we just want to know what's going on. Are you thinking about going on entrepreneurship? Are you happy with what you're doing? What are you doing in your job? That's so awesome. Yeah. Does it give you butterflies in your, if you start thinking about starting your own side business, does it give you butterflies? Because that's the feeling. That's like what drives me now. Hmm, If it is, let us know because it's that nervous feeling. Yeah. That's a good feeling. It's excitement. Yeah. Well, until then, guys. Dream big and take action. 